Welcome back to another episode of Witch Bitch Show Podcast. If you are new here, welcome. I'm your host, Kristen. You can call me witch or you can call me bitch. It really doesn't matter. Just put some respect on that shit. Now, I do have a slight disclaimer, and this will help you decide whether you stay or whether you go. If you are easily offended or faint of heart, bitch, I'm not meant for you. I'm not your reader, your guide, your interpreter, your numerologist, your astrologer, your mentor, your medium, baby. I cannot help you with where you are at on your journey today. That doesn't mean it cannot change and it will not change. I'm okay with that. You have to be. I hope you guys had an amazing week last week. I know that we had a lot of old patterns or challenges when the past is coming up, right? Um, Y'all made it through. Look at you. Look at you. Um, My week last week was pretty good. It was pretty chill. Um, Last week, um, my mom, she... um, I was talking about my Stanley Cup and how I acquired it. And she was like, I want one. And then I was like, okay, I got her one. And then my aunt was like, well, I want one. And then I got her one. So last week, did I buy three Stanley fucking cups? Yes. <laughs> yes. Do I only have one in my possession that is mine? Yes. <laughs> but, um that all happened on like Saturday it happened so quickly I was like oh my god oh my god um I also am now part of the family reunion planning committee Uh, I think it's going to be very interesting I think it's going to be very intriguing uh I know I can be a lot sometimes because I'm an organized goat and um it's going to be fun and interesting. My family is huge. If you guys did not know that, now you do. My family, um, I forgot. We like every year we do like the stats. I think we're like the size of like three football teams or four football teams. Um, I can't remember. I don't know, but it's, um, it's a lot. <laughs> Um, I also, I was chilling this weekend. I had an extracurricular. I was drinking my wine. Um, I had one of my secret meals. If you know, you know. What is a secret meal? Secret meal is like one of those meals where like nobody's home. And you go and you get whatever you want from like four different places. And you just sit there and you just chill and you pig out. No judgment. I had one of my secret meals today. What is my secret meal? I'll tell you. Um, so it's one part, uh, Biscoff waffle (laughs) Sunday from this green corn dog place. Um, it is one slice of Costco pizza, um, cherries or whatever seasonal fruit there is. 
And I'm not talking about like a few cherries. I'm talking about like, you know, we won't get into it. Um, crumble cookies, um, chicken wings from my secret spot. And last but certainly not least, last but certainly not least, you know, those damn, you know, those little hash browns from Trader Joe's when you put them hose in the air fryer. Oh my God. So good. Um, but I had my little secret meal. It was so good. Now it's not a secret book. Anyway, I was treating myself. I was honoring the need to eat that. Um, not me putting honoring your emotions and what you're communicating with those around you. Um, that, that was like kind of the theme last week, especially when we're talking about protecting our energy. However, last week's in the past this week. Um, we're going to obviously touch on all the astrological things that are taking place. Also, there's about to be six planets retrograde. Everybody pipe down, calm down. It's not that deep. Uh, I say this so often retrograde has such a negative, uh, connotation, but it's not really that bad. It's only as bad as you make it or you allow it to be. So that's on you. If you have these terrible instances, when it comes to retrograde, I ain't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> The crystal of the week is going to be smoky quartz. And as you know, if you head over to Crystal Pisces Studios or you even head over to witchbitchtarot.com, there is now a crystal of the week section over on crystalpiscesstudios.com. So for your crystal of the week, you can head over there um, right now, right now, and check out the smoky quartz that she does have available uh we're gonna be talking about harnessing protective energy what that looks like why it's important where do we apply it what is it good for all of that shit and we're gonna end this episode i'm gonna pull a card for y'all i haven't pulled a card for y'all in a while but um we're gonna do uh kimmy cranes today we're gonna get an archetype going um that's all I got. Sit down, shut up, relax. If you're driving, bitch, keep your eyes open. Keep your hands on the wheel. Don't relax. Fucking focus and just listen. All right. This week, astrologically, I mean, some shit's popping off, but uh, I think this is definitely one of those weeks when we're talking about preparation and uh, getting our shit together to prepare the... So we know by the end of August, beginning of September, we're going to have six planets retrograde. Um, Could it be chaotic? A little bit. Is it going to be shocking? A little bit. Is it going to be annoying? A little bit. Uh, But just don't forget to slow the fuck down for a second. It's going to be a huge moment in time for this introspective work this self-reflecting letting go of old things um because old things will come up things will revisit you we know this um but not all of them are bad right um one of the retrogrades that um sticks out to me is venus squaring uranus and while they're both retrograde um, this amplifies that self-reflecting, that introspective work and all of the things that you need to do when it comes to reflecting. Okay. But we're not going to get into that this week quite yet. We're not going to get into that this week quite yet. 
Um, some top astrological events. Now, don't forget, these are my top picks. Okay, these are how I think the collective is going to be affected majority of this week. Okay, so the first one, I like wrote hella on this one. Um, I just think it's going to affect a lot of us in various, 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 very, various, mm, you fill in the blank ways. Um, and that is when Mercury is conjunct with Mars and Virgo. Uh, when it, what this means, right? We know that, um, I just had a whole brain fart. <laughs> Mercury and the planet Mars are very close to each other in the sign of Virgo, okay? A conjunction occurs when two planets are at or near the same degree in the same zodiac sign, creating alignment that that intensifies their energy and characteristics, okay? So when we're talking about um, this conjunction... Um, we could have some mental intensity. We could we could need to go about it in a more analytical approach, and that's due to that detail-oriented sign of Virgo. Um, our communication could be a little bit fucked up because Mars is going to add a sense of directness and assertiveness when it comes to Mercury's communication style. So you could see yourself having to express your thoughts more confidently and maybe even more forcefully. And somebody could be speaking a little bit more forcefully to you. Don't get your fucking panties, boxers, whatever the fuck in a bunch. Don't do it. Okay. Just relax relax um it's also going to affect our efficiency and our productivity um and that's for its pra- its practical and effective nature right excuse me efficient nature um with mercury and mars conjoined in the sign of virgo um it's also going to bring about a more highly productive energy i guess you could say um the downside of this conjunction is that you could see yourself being a little more impatient um and a little more quick tempered so be mindful of not becoming overly critical or harsh when it comes to how you're communicating with others how you're communicating with yourself how you're treating yourself like come on like give yourself some fucking credit um precise actions i wrote this down because mars can um mars can energize mercury's decision making abilities leading to a more decisive actions i guess you could yeah actions um you're more likely to act swiftly and purposefully during this time Okay, and we could also see a lot of us um, kind of shifting our focus to our health during this transit um, because we know that Virgo governs like our health, our well-being. So this conjunction can make us be a little bit more mindful to our physical health and drive us to start fucking exercising and stop eating garbage and putting garbage in our body. Um I also feel like with this conjunction, it's like, it's not good for the hypochondriacs. Those are the ones that are like, oh my God, my fingernail broke. I think my finger's falling off, if I'm not mistaken. 
um, they're going to, it's going to be heightened, right? Like you could feel an ache in your leg and you're like, oh my gosh, am I having a heart attack? Chill out, relax, relax, relax. Unless like, you know, (laughs) anyway, some other transits, (laughs) some other transits, um, the moon and Taurus is going to be squaring off Venus in Leo. I also decided I'm not going to tell you guys the days anymore. Do your own research. Look it up. I'm going to fuck. I'm just, I'm just here giving you the information. Is it that I don't want to tell you the day? No, that's not the case. I just never remember to write what day these trains are taking place on until I'm here reading you my fucking notes. So go and look. <laughs> So the moon in Taurus squares Venus in Leo. Um, This is going to create tension between your emotional needs, which is that moon in Taurus, and your desire for love and affection, which is the Venus in Leo. Okay, so we could see a struggle with your need to balance stability and security, okay, with the desire for attention and admiration. You need to find... um, compromise between these two energies and it's going to be essential especially when we're talking about relationships and um allowing them to continue on harmoniously okay i was cleaning my glasses we then have venus and leo squaring um uranus in taurus this aspect is going to bring tension between your desires for romance creativity and self-expression and the need for your personal freedom and independence this is why i'm telling you this week could be a little bit doozy it's chill but it's a prep week it's going to be a little doozy we have a little a few conflicting transits right it's almost contradictory i guess you could say confirmation burp excuse me um you may find yourself torn between wanting to be in the spotlight and then needing your own space and kind of disconnecting from the world um and it could happen um in an unpredictable it's going to be unpredictable like you're going to be like let's do this like okay so just keep that transit in mind we then have mercury and virgo that's going to be trining jupiter and taurus this trine it's going to assist with the flow of communication and intellectual expansion um and it's going to help you when it comes to that practical and detail oriented communication or even mindset i guess you could say um and that works well with growth with your it's going to work well with your growth and your capacity huh with your growth um your capacity to acquire abundance your philosophical thinking even however don't forget at the um not at the beginning of the week but we do have that mercury that is conjoining with mars so again there's some more of that contradictory energy this is one of those weeks where you need to go look at your natal placement with versus their transitional placements okay um do a symmetry pull and see how this week is going to affect you because again it's very contradictory with these transits and it's only going to it's only going to sift itself out if you can pinpoint the you can pinpoint between your symmetry okay Uh, We then have Mars in Virgo. That's going to be concocts with Chiron in Aries. 
Adjustments are needed when it comes to your assertiveness, drive, and perfectionism versus your wounds, insecurities, and inner healings. This transit, it's toward the end of the week. So the end of the week, like you're going to be fighting self, shadow self, and it's not going to turn out pretty if you don't do that beginning of the week prep work and you're not allowing yourself that vulnerability that you deserve, bitch. So you might need to address some of those conflicts uh, between your between your desires to achieve and the need to heal and nurture your inner self. Um, I think, uh, especially, I want to say that this transit is on Thursday. Do not quote me. I want to say this transit is on Thursday. Um, maybe this is one of those days that you take a you day. Maybe this is one of those days where you keep to yourself. Um, on the other hand, maybe this is a day where you get a whole bunch of shit done. Again, it's dependent on your placements and the symmetries between your chart and the transiting chart. Okay. And then last but not least, we have the Sun conjunct Venus and Leo. Um, this is going to intensify that energy of self-expression, love, creativity, romance. Um, you could be radiating charm, warmth, confidence, um, honestly making yourself more attractive to others and i want to say this is on saturday so if you're trying to go out pussy popping on a handstand saturday is the day okay your charm is going to be spilling and spewing out of your pores it's like people will naturally gravitate toward you okay um it's also going to it's also going to enhance your ability to find joy and pleasure and i'll leave it at that uh <laughs> However, on the flip side, we could also see this um, amplifying our desire or our need for attention or appreciation. Um, don't be a pick me bitch, okay? <laughs> Just don't. Um, but use the energy to your advantage. Don't. That's what I'm saying this week is really, really about understanding and cohesively using the energies to your advantage. Um, I will say what are some placements to look at for this week to better help you? Um, this is a new part of this segment because I can tell you all, all of this shit if you want and then you're just like, it, uh, you were right, but fuck. Um, please look at your Mercury placements this week, okay? Please look at your Mercury placements this week. This will help you navigate, especially when we're talking about the communication aspect. Um, please check your Venus placement this week. Not only do we have that square with the moon, we have the square with Uranus. So please check that. Um, also, I need you guys to check out what house your Taurus is located in your chart and see what is transit what symmetries you have there um and see what transits are taking place there with your symmetry chart uh, this is how we find out if um this uh specific transit is positive or negative how to work with the specific transit so this week 
make sure that you um, use your words like a bad bitch. Make sure that you don't get in your feels. Um, and just don't be a pick-me bitch. Okay, the crystal of the week is... Drum roll, please. Well, I already told you in the intro. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> the crystal of the week is smoky quartz. Um, it's great for your sacral, your root, and your solar plexus. We again, we need to kind of ground ourselves um, this week if we are transforming right if we are uh trying to align with the best version of ourselves, especially when it comes to these challenging um transits in reference to communication even in love shit anyway um oh also guys don't forget make sure you head over to crystalpiscestudios.com it will be linked in the description box and there is a witch bitch tarot crystal of the week tab over on crystalpiscestudios.com simple easy peasy go get your smoky quartz don't say don't think like don't say i didn't help you um so some of the properties of smoky quartz um it's transformational it's great for strength balance protection purification manifestation sense of purpose organization and personal will um the planets uh that it is in relation to is earth saturn and the sun zodiac Scorpio Sagittarius, I mean Sagittarius, I mean Sagittarius, Capricorn, and the element Earth. The colors are smoky, gray, black, light brown, brown. Mm. On the hardness scale, it is about a seven, okay? Um, and this is from, you guys know that I use Crystal Council, again, linked in all of the description boxes. Great explanations of crystals great they do it they do the damn thing anyway <clears throat> smoky quartz is a type of quartz that gets its black and or smoky color from natural radiation in reference to the proximity of other radioactive minerals or natural irradiation this particular quartz variety forms in masses and crystal structures of all sizes it can be found all over the world where the best specimens have come from, however, are Africa, <clears throat> Australia, and the New England region of the United States. Smoky's quartz helps one ground themselves to earth, in addition to opening up the root chakra and solar plexus. It's a perfect stone for people who constantly find themselves without a wandering, huh? constantly find themselves with a wandering mind and an inability to focus. This stone is here to assist not only clear your mind, but also allow you to be more level-headed. <laughs> Sorry, my intrusive thought almost won. <laughs> By putting your own needs first, this stone can become one of the strongest manifestation tools in your arsenal. I fucking concur. Let me tell you a story. 
I did a crystal grid with smoky quartz, citrine, and I want to say either golden healer quartz or golden calcite maybe. And literally when I tell you, um, I, I did my grid, lit my candle, did my, did my energy work, right? Like when I tell you it was instant, baby, it was instant. Okay. Um, it was instant. Anyway, back, back to, anyway, um, we, um, you can carry a piece um, daily, um, to hear what the universe has to say, to help guide you down the path that the universe is aligning you with, or you're aligning you with. Um, smoky quartz is also great for transmuting negative energy. Um, it's also known as one of the most effective tools when it comes to transmuting energy. Smoky quartz mixed with black tourmaline or selenite is fucking chef's case when I tell you. Um, Smoky quartz can also help you um, break bad habits and patterns. Um, and this is by showing your true inner strength and showing your self capabilities, right? Um, this, um, this can also have you reevaluating. This is like one of those crystals that you can use to reevaluate, to help reevaluate your entire damn life. Okay. Um, it, it's all dependent on how you program it. Um, you can also pair smoky quartz, um, with epido. Um, if you're trying to enhance, or open your third eye, even, I guess you could say open your throat chakra. I think Epido is a great runner up for this week when we're talking about the crystal of the week. Um, IMO, IMO. What are you going to pair with your smoky quartz this week? So during the whole month of August, we've been talking about protection and how it is super important, especially August. We're getting ready for harvest. We're getting ready for going back to school. So the last few weeks, we've been talking about different ways to protect ourselves as far as crystal smoke cleansing, um, different um, types of protective energies and how we can do that and use them. And then this week, we're going to talk about harnessing protective energies and its importance. We're not going to ever steer away from the importance, okay, of the need of protection. So maintaining emotional and mental well-being. Protective energy can act as a shield against negative and harmful influences. It can also prevent emotional and mental exhaustion caused by absorbing negative energies from others and the environment. Um, think about like when you have a protective barrier up in your fucking fort <laughs> and think about how safe you are. Like even some people, um, you know, have a blanket, like that's their, per their protective blanket or whatever, but it makes you feel safe, right? It, it's a, it's great for your mental and emotional well-being. You feel safe. Um, and then that goes into me, there was a little stutter in there for a second. 
<laughs> that goes in um, to me talking about creating that safe and positive environment. Um, when we're able to create that, you know, with our mental well-being, emotional well-being in mind, um, it's also going to further amplify the positive energies that we have and it's going to foster growth and productivity and just overall emphasize when we're t- put an overall emphasis when we're talking about our well-being um it's also going to strengthen our boundaries um it empowers you to say no no is a complete sentence and don't let another bitch tell you it's not Okay, it empowers you to say no to situations, to people, or energies that don't align with you. Okay, but remember, we have to be willing to set those boundaries. Go back a few months or, you know, tens of episodes, and we did a whole month on setting boundaries, okay? And why it's important to protect your energy when it comes to setting boundaries, okay? Um, if you don't have those clear boundaries set, um, you could open yourself up to stress or even emotional drainage. Okay. Um, enhancing resilience. Okay. Positive energy builds resilience by helping you deal with life's challenges more effectively. Okay. With a stronger sense of protection. Um, you can find it easier for you to bounce back from difficult situations, challenges, while also maintaining a positive outlook, a positive mindset, and just an overall better outcome, IMO. Um, it's also going to, when we're harnessing those protective energies, it's going to help support that personal growth. Okay, when again, when we're shielding negative energies, you free up your space, emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, financial, to focus on personal growth and personal improvements because you're not being weighed down by fucking Janet and Susie Q and Malcolm from down the street. Sorry, Janet, Susie Q or Malcolm from down the street. If you exist, you're not, you're not focusing on their shit. You're not worried about what's going on with them because it's out of your control. It ain't got nothing to do with you. Because you set that boundary. Because it was draining you. Okay. It supports your personal growth because you have that time and that nurturing space for self-reflection and that inner work. Now, 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 I'm not saying don't help those that need help, that you're willing to help energetically. But do you have enough in your energy bank account? Anyway, empowering self-care, harnessing protective energy encourages self-care practices. Again, when you prioritize your well-being and protect yourself from negative influences, you send messages to yourself that you matter, that your health matters, that your time matters, that, you know, matters, matters. Okay. And it's also going to help cultivate positive relationships. When we're so used to protecting our energy and protecting our peace and knowing how to use our discernment when people are coming around and their energy doesn't feel off, it is also going to help us cultivate more positive relationships. Okay. 
heavy emphasis on this. I There's like so much going on in my head right now. And I don't know where to start. What I want to say on this thing. It's like. We cannot sit here and be angry. That we don't have positive influences. Or relationships. In our life. When we aren't protecting our energy. And we're more susceptible. To any and everybody that is going to come. That you're willing to exchange with. I don't shake everybody's hand when I meet them. Fuck you mean. Some people find it as rude. Some you know feel sometimes that that's on you. That's something that you got to work on. If my action of not wanting to exchange physical energy with you is a problem, you probably should reevaluate. But it's just a handshake. If you know, you know. It's not just a handshake. Okay? Um, it's also about respect, right? Right? Um, also, when we have... When we are using our protective energy or harnessing our protective energy, right? It allows us to... Um, how do you say... It, it allows and it further amplifies the positive energy. So we're going to be attracting or drawn even to more positive people. More positive people situations are going to come about or come forward to us or toward us. Okay. Um, I, I wrote this out and I'm going to read it exactly how I wrote it. Because first of all, bitch, I might as well write a book at this point. But second of all, I wrote it so beautifully, so just pipe down and listen. <laughs> Remember that harnessing protective energy is not about shutting yourself off from the world or becoming closed-minded. It's about finding balance, staying true to your authentic self, and maintaining a sense of well-being that faces life's challenges. Additionally, Combining protective energy practices with acts of kindness, empathy, and compassion can create a harmonious and balanced approach to your interactions with others and the world around you. This is a perfect time to align with being open-minded enough to know when you are being closed-minded. She's a writer put me on the New York Times bestseller list <laughs> oh girl she's a writer <laughs> um so some of this other part of what I wrote it doesn't make sense to me I don't know I think maybe the edible was edibling my extracurriculars were going off I was looking over my notes this morning I was like this don't make no sense and I really don't feel like redoing it so we're not gonna do it uh, maybe I'll read it to you anyway. I was like, let's dive into other ways. So grounding yourself, grounding involves connecting with earth, um, staying positive, staying centered. Um, it's simple, but yet effective. Um, we even talk about visualization, visualizing, is a powerful tool to create protective energy to shield around yourself or your space. Um, I talked about finding a quiet space to really find um, some great, uh, what? Find a comfortable space that you won't be deserved. Close your eyes, take a few deep breaths and visualize the protection that you want to bring, a, 
bring toward you. Um, intentionally setting purposes of the shield, right? I also have crystal protections. Crystals are believed. Crystals are believed. I don't know why I put that. Crystals um, carry specific energies that enhance protection. We know that. Black tourmaline, smoky quartz, obsidian carry them hose around in your pocket um affirmations and intentions um we know that i am is really based in our root chakra um so when we're talking about grounding to help us harness that protective energy we're going to want to use the i am right affirmations because i am is our root chakra if you guys didn't know okay so this is another thing we're gonna go on a little tangent because i'm like okay i am is your root chakra so if you're saying you're doing all of these affirmations and they're all starting with i am that's great you're grounding yourself but like how fucking grounded could you get how much like how how much more like yes it is great to stay grounded um but we you need to also focus on the other chakras when we're doing our affirmations right um, like I feel, I speak, right? I see, right? I understand, right? Anyway, so when we're saying her affirmations and intention... <laughs> <laughs> grounding i am surrounded by a shield of light and love that protects me from harm i am safe and secure in the embrace of positive energy i release all negative energy and welcome only positive vibrations okay like those are different things that we can say in reference to in reference to um remember that harnessing protective energy is a continual process just because you protected yourself or you put a shield of protection around you yesterday depending on who you and how you're interacting like you might need to do it tomorrow you might need to do it at the end of the day you might need to do it again um but remember that um, it's a continual process and it's essential when we're talking about remaining open and receptive to positive energies around you. Um, Self-care, healthy boundaries. Um, these are all things that can further promote and support our efforts when it comes to maintaining a protective and healthy energetic life. So what are you going to do this week to better help protect your energy? I just realized that I did not do a tarot segment last week when I was going to like look at what ad snip I need to add. ASMR. Anyway, um my bad i didn't do one last week oopsie but this week we are going to my girl miss kimmy cranes we are going to pull an archetype today um a lot of people ask me like what is an archetype that's like a question i get often so i was like before i pull an archetype let me mm, 
Let me give them some tea a little bit. So an archetype is a concept derived from psychology and literary analysts that refer to like the universal recognizable, recognizable symbols, themes, characters, or motifs that appear across various cultures, time periods, and stories. Archetypes are deeply rooted in the collective unconscious and the concept proposed by Swiss psychiatrist Carl Jung. Jung believed that the collective consciousness is a part of the human psyche shared by all individuals containing innate and universal experiences, symbols, and images. Archetypes emerge from the collective unconscious and are expressed in myths, folklore, religion, literature, and art. Carmen archetypes that are common archetypes that are heavily known are the hero villain the mentor the trickster the mother figure the father figure the old wise man and many others these archetypes represent fundamental human experiences and traits allowing readers viewers or listeners to easily relate to and understand the character and the theme present in the story archetypes often serve as a foundation for character development and plot progression providing a familiar framework that can resonate deeply with the audience as they are all present in every one of our lives they also offer insight into human behavior motivations and desires making them a powerful tool for storytellers and analysts alike even psychologists so we have the thread today as you heard it just flip over i'm not good at roman numerals but it's lxx if you know what that is let me know because i don't um that's the number it is <laughs> it is lxx um and it is the thread the thread the path the vein the circuit Life is a tangle. So much happens simultaneously and circuitously, ooh, leaving us grappling for meaning and direction in a network of distractions. When we connect to the energy of the thread, however, we strike the deepest vein in the body. Our whole being responds to its tug. Meaning is pumped through our bloodstream. Our mind and spirits are lifted. We remember who we are and what we came into this world to do. Though this happens on the most profound level, it could be the simplest incident that activates the thread. A song, an image, a conversation heard in passing, no matter how confusing and multi-layered our modern lives become, if we are connected to the thread, we are free. Being tethered to it is the only anchor our heart requires. Recall a moment in your life when you felt fully alive. The thread is waiting for you amidst the details of that memory. You may think you have to find the thread and pull it. Imagine though, 
that it's already tied around you, waiting for you to come and follow it home. When in light, the circuit of meaning with chaos. When in dark, binding, frustrating, taunting. To go deeper, view the sculptures of Eva Hesse, The Thread. Well, 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 here we are. Here we are. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for listening. You know I couldn't do this without you and I wouldn't want to. Make sure you head over to witchbitchtorow.com so you can see everything that I have to offer and you can grab your crystal of the week over there as well. Um, For private sessions, you can head over to witchbitchtorow.com. Just go over there and see everything I have to offer. Shit. Anyway, um, I'll see you guys next week. As you know, hoes will be hoes. Bitches, (laughs) Bitches, <laughs> they will be bitches, but you never really know when it comes to witches, which bitch is which, and no, I do not sell owls, so stop asking. <laughs>